Are you sick of those political ads on social media yet? Did you know you might be able to turn some of them off? Welcome back to our Genius Episodes. I'm Tim Garrigan, and joining me is Director of Media at GLG, Amy Howard. Hi, Amy. Hi, Tim. So great to have you here. You've been looking into um, the trends and some really interesting things that are happening with this election on Facebook and, and also some ideas about how we can take back control of some of our feeds. So let's, let's dig in, huh? Have you ever yeah. seen a political season like this before? No, this is definitely unique. I think that, uh, you know, 2020 has been a unique year and this election season has been unique in itself. Uh, we typically see an increase in media and competition around every election season, but 2020 has been different. So there's been some pretty major changes since the last presidential election in 2016 that have impacted a lot of different aspects of how people are seeing ads on social media. So that's what we're running into this year. One of the examples is that, for example, Twitter decided to uh, cut all political ads. So that was a big choice by that social network. On the reverse side, we're seeing that Facebook is trying to show users more transparency around political ads. So they installed a Facebook library, which is um, not very known to the average user. It's a place where you can go online and actually see how much candidates are spending on political ads, where their ads are running, and look at the actual creative and ad itself and what messaging is being put out into the market. What we're seeing this year is that advertising spend has continued to increase compared to the 2016 election. Um, on average, we're seeing that in the last few weeks, both candidates, both Biden and Trump, are spending about $5 million alone on Facebook. So when you think about that, what's really interesting is the 221 million U.S. users on Facebook are on average seeing more than five political ads a week. So that's a lot of content from uh, each candidate. My goodness. So that means five ads we're each seeing a week. Is that for from each candidate? That's total, but that's from politi political candidates, but that doesn't include the VPs. That doesn't include other politicians. So that's just between Biden and Trump alone. The, each one of them is spending $5 million. So over 10 million on Facebook alone. So if you consider the other messages that are putting it, being put out on YouTube or um, connected TV. That's a lot. That's a lot of avid inventory that's being kind of bought up by this election. So if I'm a brand trying to advertise right now on social, good luck, right? Yeah, we've seen some pretty limited um, inventory. So we're seeing effects in that We've noticed an unusual decrease in impressions that are being served, an increase in cost per click or cost per conversion. And we've seen that across the board. So it appears to be impacting brands across all industries, all initiatives. We're seeing it B2B and B2C. So that's something to keep in mind, especially if brands are seeing an unusual decrease in performance, even starting back in late August, we've seen the impacts of the election um, across brands. 
does that mean like the day after election, it's going to open the floodgates for brands and holiday advertising? We're hoping, yes. We're hoping we'll, we'll see some normalcy after November 3rd and that it gives brands a little bit of fresh air to start advertising for Q4 and into Black Friday. It's interesting, you know, so back to Facebook. They're, they're getting rich off this election, aren't they? It's a lot of ad spend for sure. Um, and I think um, it, it appears Facebook has been slightly prioritizing these ads. Uh, they know that they have candidates have to spend funding by November 3rd. So I think that's why we're seeing a, a decrease in inventory for other brands. Uh, and they know that brands will pick up advertising in Q4. So it is quite a bit of advertising that Facebook is, is uh, gaining from the election. Okay, so we can take back control of some of the feed on Facebook, right? Yeah, so what we're seeing is, as expected, people are getting a little burnt out on some of these messages. And um, so what Facebook particularly has enabled on their Instagram and Facebook platform is that you can opt out of the political ads. So in our recent blog, we gave some instructions on how you can find that feature. And what we're seeing is people are kind of taking back control. They're still very personally involved in this election and trying to encourage each other to be politically active and support our democracy through voting and, and registering to vote, but they want to do it in their own way. So they're showing support through Instagram filters. We see a lot of influencers right now that are encouraging people to voice, you know, their opinion and vote for their selected candidate. But people want to control what messages they're seeing and um, people are doing it in that way of turning off political ads. Do you think a lot of folks know about that? I don't feature? think so. Yeah, I don't think that it's very common knowledge. So uh, again, if if individuals visit our blog, we have instructions on how to do that. If you're just a little burnt out and you feel like you want to engage with candidates and the issues on your own time, it's a great way to to do that. Well, always great having a conversation with Amy Howard. And like you say, Amy, uh, if Folks want to know more about it. They can read the blog. I thought there's some really good detailed information there about how much more spend there has been and how we can find that feature and turn the button off. And, and I guess the last thing is, is we got to make sure people go out and vote, right? Absolutely. So make sure your voice is heard on November 3rd. Thanks so much, Amy. Thanks. Bye-bye. Have a great day, everybody.